Welcome everyone to today's Ove Torah Daf Yomi Shiur Motzei Shabbat Parshat Naso. We are in the tenth parak of Shabbat. Today's Daf is Daf Sadi Bet. We will begin on Daf Sadi Aleph Amud Bet. Um, the Mishnah had said that if a person takes a basket, Kupashi Aperot. Somebody places on iskifa, which we explained before is a carmelite. Hachitzona, it's the outside iskifa. Even though we have most of the fruit that's in the basket of fruit, is mibachutz is outside the iskifa, and therefore it's in a reshut harabim. So really, you should be chayav for transferring that fruit from reshut ayachid to reshut harabim because most of it's there. Patur, you're still patur. Until you remove the entire kupa. That was the Mishnah. Said the Gemara, Amar Chiz, we had a machlok between Chizkia and we had a machlok between Chizkia and Rabbi Yochanan. Uh, I don't want to do it inside because we did it before. You'll see in the previous class. But we'll just remind you that according to Chizkia, the Mishnah, which says Yapatur, is only when the item is full of very long squash. Meaning that it's very, very long squash. So the fruit itself is only partially in and partially out. But had the fruit, had the, the basket been full of small, small fruits, for example, the Gemara brings is mustard seeds, where you have many individual seeds in this basket, and some of those seeds are certainly completely outside the domain, so you've carried them from the Shut HaYachid completely out to the Shut those seeds, then the Mishnah would not be telling you that you'd be patur. Then the Mishnah would concede that you'd be chayav in that case, because those seeds that are outside are completely out. It's only when they're squash where the Mishnah is being lenient. That's according to the strict one, which is chizkia. And Rabbi Yochanan says, no, even if it's full of chardal, it would still be patur, the Mishnah would still say it's law. And we had explained that the machloka between the two rabbis was whether... Uh, um, Eged Kli Shme Eged The bonding through a Kli through a vessel does that call it a bond? Do we look at it as one unit because it's in it one Kli or not? With Chizkiah understanding that the Mishnah was saying Eged Kli Lo Shme Kli and Rabbi Yochanan saying that Eged Kli Shme Kli and therefore that's why he's saying that the Kli is causing it to be together Okay Now we left off with the following. The Elakasha. We did this already? Okay, fine. We left off with the Metivi. Metivi is, I'll tell you where to find it. Towards the end of the line. Metivi. Uh, eight lines? Yeah, eight lines at the bottom. Metivi. They asked the question. If a guy carries a spice peddler's basket outside of a house, he places it in the outside iskiva. 
the outside iskifa we said before is sticking over into the shoot harabim. Okay, even though most of the spices are outside in the shoot harabim, patur unless you take out the whole thing. Kasal we think at this point that we're talking about little bundles of crushed spices. And kashalis chizkiah. This would be a question to chizkiah. Because chizkiah had said that if you had a case of the mustard seeds, then he said that the Mishnah would clearly hold that you would be chayav. And here we see that it's the same thing like mustard seeds because the, the spices are in little bags and some of the bags are completely outside. And yet we see Yipatur to question the chizkiah. Amar the chizkiah. Chizkiah will answer you. We're talking about long bundles of stems, of stems of spices, long spices that have not been ground yet. And therefore, it is similar to the case of the squash, and that's why it's okay. And I'll just explain that it's talking about a particular case. Mati Rabbi Barabai is asking a question on Rabbi Yochanan now. It says, Hagonev kis bishabat person who steals on Shabbat someone's wallet now understand that there's going to be two problems with stealing a wallet number one, you're stealing number two, you're carrying on Shabbat you're transferring an item, you're picking up an item in the guy's house and you're carrying it outside now, we have a rule that would be a sur skila the worst one is the breaking Shabbat the wallet, you could always return but the Shabbat you're chayav mitah so the guy's carrying it. Now the rule is, we have a rule called Kim which means that if a person is Chayav Mitah, we never make him pay money as well. Even if the guy, so he might not have to pay back. The guy is, has a death penalty involved. Even if we're not going to give him the death penalty because we don't give the death penalty anymore, he'll still be patur from paying for the item. That's a halacha. But it has to happen simultaneously. So if they don't happen simultaneously, then you can say, what's the difference? So what, well, before you have mita, now you have to pay back the money. Good. So now let's see what's going on. Mati Rabibi Barabai. Rabibi asked the following question. Hagonev kis b'shabat. The guy who steals a purse on Shabbat. Chayav, he has to pay for the, for the money. Because, after all, he stole it. Right? Shekvar nitchayev b'gneva kodim shi'avol di usur Shabbat. Because he's already chayav in this, for stealing it before it got to Yisrael Shabbat. Because as soon as he picks it up in the guy's house, he's a thief. And when he carries it out, he's a Shabbat breaker. Since it happens at two different times, the thieving happens at the picking up the wallet, and the Shabbat breaking happens when you walk out of the house into public property. Therefore, it's two different times, and he's not going to be patur for paying for the wallet because it happened at two separate times. But, if he's dragging out the wallet... He's dragging it out to the street. Instead of picking it up where he'd be kinyan in the house, he drags it out to the street. When you drag something out, you only get chayav when you transfer a shuyot. Then it would happen at the same time. Then you patur. Because the isur of stealing and the isur of Shabbat came simultaneously. And therefore, he will tell the guy, I don't have to pay you back because I would have been chayav mitah had there been a death penalty enacted at this time. Says the Gemara, If you hold, like Rabbi Yochanan says, 
that the kli is considered one a bonded altogether, and you can only be chayav when you take the whole thing out. Kadam le isu gneva le isu shabbat. So then you were chayav for gneva before the isu shabbat. Why? Because regarding shabbat, you're chayav only when the whole purse gets pulled out of the place. Regarding stealing, you would be chayav only when, as soon as a little bit goes out. And since you chayav Since a little bit goes out before the whole thing goes out, so you chayav on thinking about before you walk Correct. Right. By the way, Rashi says that we're talking about you, you have to be taking it into a, you can't be taken to a public property. In order to be chayav for pulling it, you have to be taking it into a private property. Okay? So it's going from one private house to another private house or to the side of a public house. Okay? But either way. Okay. But anyway, that's the question. So you see that Egid Kali is not Shemek Kali because if it was, then it wouldn't be at the same time. The Gemara says, You're right. If he's taking it out through the mouth of the of the wallet, the opening of the wallet, you'd be right. Then you get you get Isur of, of stealing first and Shabbat when the whole thing is out. You pulled it out by its bottom. Because you're only chayav when you take out the mouth of the thing. Which means if you have a wallet, which has an opening on one side, and you're pulling out the wallet, okay? So by pulling out the wallet, you're chayav when you take the opening of the purse outside. But if the opening of the purse is here, so is at the end. So then, you'll be chayav when when the when the the last part of the of the purse leaves. Since you only chayav when the last part of the purse leaves, that's the same time when the, that's when the whole keli left. And then it's the exact same time, and that's the case the mission was talking about. The Gemara answers. Gemara says still. What about the place of the stitching on the bottom of the purse, which means, right, the ibai mafkale v'shakil. Meaning, when when you take out the bottom of the purse, the bottom of the purse has stitching on it, and therefore, when he takes out the stitching already, even though it's partially out, he still could get it because he could get since he could access it through the bottom through the stitching. So why don't we say that it's stolen as soon as it came out? So we could say that it's stolen even at that point. Mara says vinaska. We're talking about the first, the purse wasn't filled with coins. It was filled with long silver bars. And since long silver bars, those long silver bars, is never, they're never fully. If it was full of coins, you'd be right. You could access the coins through the bottom, and that wouldn't be a good answer. And, and some of the coins are fully out, and you'd have a problem, because the coins are stolen before you stole the whole thing, before you transferred the whole shoot. Here we're talking about where there were long silver bars in it. Those long silver bars make it that nothing is fully out until you have to wait till the whole bar is out. And then when the whole bar is out, then the, the whole then, then so is the other thing, and that's why it's coming at the exact same time. Says the Gemara, 
since we assume that there is a string attached to it, uh, often these cases have a string. Have you ever seen if a guy carries jewel, there's a thing with a drawstring that holds it close. So you should be not chayav on Shabbat until you take out the whole string. Right? Mapikle alpume vishari vishakil vishitin agimigavai. So therefore, he could take uh, take the guy could take it out until the mouth crosses it, till the mouth of the thing goes into to the public property. Vishari vishakil, open it up and take it out. Ushnitin agidimigavai and. Some of it are still inside. So, in other words, if you let's say you have a string here, I, I, I can't show. We're not showing this on Zoom because we're only recording it. But uh, if I take it out, I pull it out when there's a drawstring outside. Now the drawstring is holding it tight. Now the drawstring is still in. So Shabbat-wise, I didn't over the Shabbat because the drawstring is still in. I could put my hand in, open it up, and pull out one of the things. So since I have the ability to take it out, I already stole it. And therefore, if everybody stole it, you still not chayav. How could how is Rebbe going to get out of it and say that you're kimlei b'dar b'amineh? Shouldn't work out. There was no drawstrings on this one. Okay. Either or if it's there, it's all wrapped around, and therefore that's why it does comes out at the exact same time. But you're right. If there was a drawstring coming out, it would be two different times, and you'd be chayav. Uh, okay. Now let's go back to the Machloket Chizkiyah and Rabbi Yochanan. V'chein Rava, also Rava. Rava says, Lo shana ele b'kupah melea kishu'im b'dolim. Rava also held, like Chizkiyah, they were only talking about Kusa. Kusa is a squash. Aval melea chardal. But if it was full of chardal, it was full of seeds, and chayav, it's full of bizzard, you chayav. That's Rava. Alma, we see, Kasavar, he holds, Eged Kli, Loshmek Eged, that the bonding of a Keli is not called an Eged. Abaya, Amabaya says, no, even if it's full of mustard seeds, it's still Patur. Alma, Kasavar, Eged Kli, Shme Eged, he obviously holds, Shme Eged, beautiful. So we have Abaya and Rava mirroring it. Now the Gemara says that they swapped. Kam Abaya, Bishitat Raba. Abaya switched and joined Raba's position. And the Kamrava Bishitate the Abaye. Abaye Rava switched and held like Abaye that Eged Klishme Eged. We switched, they swapped themselves. Now, after they swapped, we have a question of Abaya on Abaye and Rava on Rava. Okay, so again, now in the new, in the new, it's a little confusing over here. We started off saying that Rava saying, Rava was like Chizkia, and Abaye was like Rabbi Yochanan. Then we swapped and made Abaya like Chizkia and Rava like Rabbi Yochanan. And now we're asking a question on the swap. Okay? We learned if you carry out fruit to public property. 
Amar Abayeh biyad. If you take it out in your hand, you're chayav. Which means if I if I I took it out the fruit in my hand, I'm holding a watermelon in my hand. I stuck my hand out to the rest of my body is still in. So the fruit I took out, but it's in my hand, which is outside. Now what's the law? So it says Abayeh says biyad chayav. If the fruit is in my hand, I'm chayav. And bekeli, but if it's in a keli, you're patur. Rava flips it and he says, if you do it in your hand, you're patur. If you do it in a keli, you're So obviously it sounds like Rava says that the, uh, when Abayi says, Bekeli patur, it's because he's saying, Eged keli, Shme eged. And therefore, since the keli is, not the whole keli is transferred. Therefore, that's why he's saying a patur. And Rava, who's saying bekeli chayav, he's saying that the eged keli loshme keli. Right? That's the opposite. Says, epuch, switch it. Switch it. You're right. Switch it to the new thing that they said. That's tomorrow's answer. First, that's the first answer. But that can't be. Biyad chayav. Could a person ever be chayav? Okay, that's so far. That's good. So we, we swapped it. Wait, since we had a, a, a we had a contradiction, swapped this latest thing. It was a, wasn't Abaya who said this. It was Rava who said it was Rava who said biyad chayav bekeli patur, and it's Abaya who said biyad patur and bekeli chayav. And now it fits with the swap with the original swap position. Okay, good. Now the Gemara asks. Biyad chayav. Forget about bekeli. We were talking about bekeli all along. But how could we? How could Abaya have said that biyad chayav? Hatinan didn't we learned pashat in the, the first mishnah and Shabbat said pashat balabait etidol achutz. The balabait stuck his hand outside. Vinatalhani betucha, and the ani took it from his hands. Or shnatalatocho vechnis. Or the poor man put his hand inside and he brought it in. Right. Shnehem between. They're both batur. Now, according to what we said now, if it's in your hand, you're chayav, then as soon as you stick it out, you should be chayav. How can you say, if I stuck it out and you took it from me? I'm patur. What do you mean? Why should I be patur? I did the whole thing. If you tell me when you stick something out in your hand, you're chayav, so this should be chayav too. No. Hatam l'malim In the Mishnah, when we said, you're patur, when you do it, it's talking about above three t'vachim off the ground. When it's above three t'vachim off the ground, it's not considered hanacha because we don't say, oh, it's like it's on the ground. And in our case, we said, when we said, Biyad Chayav, is talking about when you stuck your hand out within three Tvachim on the ground, and therefore it's like we look at it as if the guy who stuck his hand out has already put it down, and therefore you put therefore you Chayav. Good? Clear? Yes. Says the Mishnah as follows. How are we doing? Good, it's good. Doing us good. Okay. Says the Mishnah. Hamotzi ben bimino ben bismolo betocheko. We're talking about how you carry now, okay? When you carry out, in what way do you carry to be chayav? If you're carrying out ben bimino, we don't care if you're carrying your right hand. Ben bismolo, whether you're carrying your left hand. Betocheko, if you carry it in your chest, or ketifav, or on your shoulders. In any way, you're chayav. Sheken masab nekehat. Because the people of Kahat used to carry their Kahat is one of the sons of Levi who carried the Mishkan. They used to carry their burdens also that way as well. If you carry if you carry it on the back of your hand, which means on your on the 
on the top of your hand. You carry something on your foot. In your mouth. Okay? Assuming, of course, it's not a food. Okay? Or your armpit. In your ear. In your hair. In your money belt, which is upside down. Or in your shoes, or in your sandals. Patur. If you do that, you can't bring a korban because you didn't carry it in the way that normal people carry. Okay, guy puts a key where, where puts it in his shoe. He's patur, not mutar, but patur. You can't bring a korban because you didn't carry it in the normal way. Good, says the Gemara. Amar Rabbi Elazar. Rabbi Elazar says, "Hamotzi masui lemalam asarat vachim chayav." Guy transfers something. Above ten tvachim off the ground, while you're above them, then you chayav. You know why? Sheken masa bnei kahat, because the people of kahat used to carry things when it was over ten tvachim off the ground. Okay, according to Rashi, they're talking here about a guy who's carrying something outside and he never puts it down on the ground. He just stops. So you have a guy who's carrying a TV, let's say, on his shoulders and he was standing in a house and he walked outside with the TV to public property and he stops. He never puts down the TV. He leaves it on his shoulders the whole time. Is he chayav or not? Do we say, well, you never put it below, lower than 10 vachim, Or we say, no. Here we're telling you still chayav, even though you put it down. How do we know? Because the people of Kahat also took things above tent vachim, which we're going to demonstrate right now. But the item has to be above tent vachim, or even if it's above tent vachim, of course, if you put it down on the ground, you chayav. Right. We're telling you, even if it's above tent vachim, says the Gemara. Some Rashi holds that we're talking about it's not on your shoulder, it's actually in your hand above ten tvachim off the ground. Okay. Says the Gemara. It says, Umasa kahat And how do we know that Kahat carried it like that? Techtiv, it says, On the Mishkan and on the Mishbeach Savid. Makish Mishbeach the Mishkan. We compare the Mishbeach to the Mishkan. Ma Mishkan Esalamot, just like the Mishkan was ten amot tall, af mizbeach, eser amot, so to the mizbeach was ten amot tall. Now, I'm getting a look from Mark, because he's thinking the mizbeach was not ten amot tall. Is that correct? You think the mizbeach was just three amot tall? Good. Very good. Good question. Rashi says, Give all your amot, who tickles of all the claim shall your amot, Rohav. Umani Makayam, the Gimamot Komato. How do I explain the Pasukin Tinuma that says that it was three amot high? Says Rashi, Misvat Sovevulamala. Three amot is from the Sovev and up. But the whole, it was seven, it was seven below the Sovev, mm-hmm. and it's three above. Umani Makayam, the Koma He, the Kalim. Mishvat mezbeach olamala, kach v'resh mezvachim shu kaliim tetvav amot. 
Okay. That's how they're explaining it over here. That's how high it was. Good. How do we know Mishkan was 10 Tvachot? It says that each, each Kedesh was 10 Tvachot, so that's how we know it was. It says, It says that they spread out the oil on the Mishkan. Moshe Rabbeinu spread it out. Now, had they spread out the oil on the Mishkan, Moshe spread it out himself. We could learn from here that the Levi'im were ten amotol also. So the Gemara assumes now that just like Moshe was ten amotol, so were all the Levi'im. That's what I'm understanding now. The Gemiri, the Kol Tuna, the Midle Bimotot, anything that you carry on a pole, Tlita Mil'el, if you carry something on a pole on your shoulders, we assume that two-thirds of what you're carrying are below the pole and one-third above the pole. That's the standard way to carry something. This is a halakha of Moshe Messinai, that the best way to carry something, not when the whole thing is hanging from the pole, you should have one-third up and two-thirds below the pole, if so. So two-thirds of the height of the Mizbeach is 6.6666 amot. Okay? Now, if the guy is 10 amot tall, the Levi is 10 amot tall, that means that it's 3.3 tivachim off the ground. Oh, so we see that it's more than 10 tivachim off the ground. 3.3 amot, which is much more than 10 tivachim. Beautiful. So therefore we see that they carry it above 10 tivachim off the ground, and therefore we know, we know they have that way as well. If I want, I can learn from the Aaron. Because the rabbi said, Aaron tisha, the Aaron was nine tvachim tall, as it says. So we know ten tvachim. Right? So therefore, we know that everything you carry was a third up and, and two thirds down. So we see that it was much more than Then, uh, then th- th- this is going to be much higher because this is not ten, ten, ten amoto. This is only ten tvachim tall. So for sure, it's way higher off the ground, much more than the other one. Vligma Moshe. Moshe says, "Why are we learning from the Levim? Learning from Moshe Rabenu." Says, "No, Dilma Moshe Shani, Damamor, and Shkena Shore Al Chacham Gibor VaAshiru Bal Koma." We know. That, yes, yes, right. We know that that uh, the Shekhinah is only shown on somebody who's wise, strong, um, wealthy, and tall. So therefore, since Moshe was specifically taller, Okay. If a guy carries a, a, something on Shabbat on his head, but the people, because the people of Hutzel carry things on their head. Are the people of Hutzel most of the world? Who cares what they do in Hutzel? 
carrying a head you're weird. You're doing it in a weird way. Shouldn't, you shouldn't be chayav. Ela, iit mahachim. Rather, if you want to say it, say it like this. Amar av mishum rabbi chia. Echad mimnei hutzal shehutzi, masui al rosho, b'shabbat, chayav. Shkem b'nei iro, sinkem. Rather, change it. Say it like this. A hutzal guy who carries it out is chayav, because in his place, it's not weird to carry like that. Who cares if the people in Hutzel? The people in Hutzel who are weird should be batel We should not nullify their opinion and make it their, their patur also. Why do we say this guy's chayav? should be patur also, even in Hutzel. Rather, we're going to say it like this. If you carry on your patur, even if you say the people in Hutzel do it, and no one's chayav and you carry on your head even the hutzel guys are patur and that's how we end off with the Gemara that carrying on your head is patur new Mishnah if a guy wants to carry out an object in front of him but in the middle it slips and goes behind him patur is patur if you plan to carry out behind you and it slips in front of you then you're going to be chayav interesting but the rabbis really said, If a woman is wearing underwear, whether the item was from the front to the back or back to front, because it's normal for it to shift around. It's like an underskirt. Not an underwear, it's an underskirt. Like or maybe a slip. Okay? Even people who, uh, who are mailmen, also, if it shifts in front of them, they're chayav, because it's normal for it to shift in front of them. So like their bag. Yeah, they, they have it, as they were, they had it wrapped around their shoulders, and it was common to go to the front, and therefore, they'd be chayav, because it was normal for it to happen. Like a messenger bag. Yeah, messenger bag, similar to that, yes. Says the Gwana, Why do we say that if it was in front and you went to the back of patur? Because that's not what he wanted, right? We say, if you wanted it in the front, and it went to the back, because what, what you wanted didn't happen. So if so, when I had it in the back, and I came in the front also. That's not what he wanted, so why are we making chayav? I'm going to be a lazar. Tavra, break it. Which means, split the Mishnah. It's a contradiction. Okay? You're right. It's two different Tanaim in the Mishnah. The first part of the Mishnah and the second Mishnah are not the same thing. You're right, it's, it's a machloket. It doesn't look like a machloket, but it's a machloket. Amar doesn't like that answer. He says, well, my question, what's the problem? The reason why in front of you and it goes to the back of Patur, because you're trying to do a good guarding. You got a bad guarding because in the back, behind you it's not guarded well. So if you're trying to do a good one and you're a bad one, that's why you are why when it goes when it starts the back of the front you chayav why you try and do a, 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 a guard poorly you got a good one since you're happy with the way with, with you got a good good guarding therefore that's why you chayav maybe that's why elamai kushya so what's the problem you know what you want we know the problem with the Mishnah it's true that Rabbi Lazar has a problem with the Mishnah. But the problem wasn't with the cases. The problem was with the deduction that you could make from each case. And he's going to explain now what the problem was. Okay? 
If when we say the case that if you wanted to bring it in front of you and, you, and it came behind you, patur, that implication is that means if you carry it fully in the back, you wanted to carry it in the back and it stays in the back, you chayav. Even though you're carrying it backwards, it's still chayav. What about the seifa? It says, If you're in the back and it comes to the front, you chayav. Which implies, But if you carry it in the back fully and it stays there, you're patur. So we have a contradiction of implications. The implication of the ratio is that if you carry it in the back fully, you're chayav. And the implication of the seifa is that if you carry it in the back fully, you're patur. So that's the contradiction that I was worried with. Not with the actual case, but the implications. Okay? That's why he said That's why he said split it and said that there was rabbis in the Mishnah because the implications didn't work. Rashi says even the implications are not a problem. My kushu, what's the problem? Maybe the Mishnah is saying not only in the case of not only. Very often talks in lomi bai. Lomi bai Not only if it's behind you and it stays behind you that you chayav where what you wanted to happen happened you wanted it back to stay back it's but even if you want put it in the back of you you still chayav I would have thought since you didn't do what you wanted the Mishnah is that since you wanted a worse thing and you got a better thing since you got a better Shemina in the front, you're going to be Chayav because you got a better thing, and that's what the Chidush of the Gemara. Okay. Says the Oh, I think we should. Let's stop over here. Okay? Okay. Ula Chorab, middle of the line.